0: This week on The Bioneers, Revolution from the Heart of Nature.
1: The transition to a world powered by 100% clean energy is inevitable. The question is, who's going to control the clean energy infrastructure that we're building out?
0: I'm Neil Harvey. This week it's 100% renewables on The Bioneers, Revolution from the Heart of Nature. In 2013, planet Earth blasted through an unprecedented threshold, 400 parts per million of CO2 in the atmosphere. It's the big gulp of carbon emissions. This supersized CO2 concentration has not existed on Earth for at least three million years when Earth was a hothouse. Horses and camels roamed Canada and the Arctic. The sea level was 50 to 80 feet higher. We've burst the bubble of climatic stability, during which our roughly 10,000 years of human civilization have evolved. Abnormal is the new normal. Weather extremes resemble a bipolar disorder and show up with the accelerating frequency and intensity of a collection agency. In the U.S., 2012 was the hottest year ever recorded, 34,008 record highs. The mayhem was worldwide, record-shattering fires, droughts, floods, and all manner of seriously weird weather. In the U.S., the government spent more money in 2012 repairing the damage from extreme weather events than it did on education. Expect global insurance rates to keep escalating with emissions. For the military and CIA, climate chaos is the threat multiplier from hell. It can trigger just about all the other stressors that lead to that dread 3 a.m. phone call in the White House. As Paul Gilding wrote in The Great Disruption, our normal human response is to be late and fast. Once we get the message, we can mobilize at lightning speed and scale. That object may be closer than it appears, and the goal is bold, 100% renewable energy, fast. In this half hour, we hear from young change maker turned clean energy entrepreneur Billy Parrish and Marco Cropelz, banker and co-founder of The Solutions Project. This is 100% Renewables, late and fast. I'm Neil Harvey. You're listening to The Bioneers, revolution from the heart of nature. ¶¶
1: Energy is the invisible cornerstone of our modern lives, so easy to take it for granted. We all used energy to fly or drive to this event. We plugged our phones into an outlet last night and woke up this morning with a full charge. We wear clothes, we eat food, we buy products that were produced using energy all around the world ship thousands of miles for our use, with rarely a thought to the energy that made it all possible.
0: In his early 30s, Billy Parrish is already widely recognized as a visionary leader. He's been honored by Rolling Stone magazine as a climate hero and by Ashoka, the Global Association of Leading Social Entrepreneurs. Parrish dropped out of Yale in 2002 to help found the Energy Action Coalition, which became the world's largest youth advocacy group promoting clean energy and climate solutions. He developed a proposal to create a Clean Energy Corps to produce 5 million green jobs, which shaped the American Recovery and Reinvestment Act, the largest green investment program in U.S. history. He spoke at a Bioneers conference.
1: I heard recently that the average American thinks about their energy use just six minutes a year. (laughs) I've been thinking about energy for a long time. Ten years ago, I dropped out of college to form the Energy Action Coalition and grew it into the largest youth organization in the world working on clean energy solutions. 300,000 young people working to make our schools and our communities models of the clean energy future we all wanted to see. But it was only when I fell in love that I really began to understand how our energy system works. Waheyla Johns, my wife, is from Black Mesa on the northern edge of the Navajo Nation. It's home to one of the largest coal strip mines in North America. Peabody Coal Company for over 40 years has been mining coal there to power the neon lights of Las Vegas, the air conditioning units of Phoenix, the homes in Los Angeles. The Navajo Nation has no ownership stake in this mine. There's over 50% unemployment on Black Mesa. Excessive water use from the mine has permanently damaged the once pristine aquifer that is the only source of drinking water in the region. The families live beneath these massive power lines, but most of them don't have running water or electricity. Wahala well, and I are building a home up on Black Mesa, just over the hill from the mine, and it is beautiful land. There's pinyon and juniper and ponderosa forests, wild horses, the occasional mountain lion. Mm -hmm. Khalil Gibran said our work is love made visible.
0: The tragedy in Black Mesa is the same heartbreaking story in thousands of communities around the world who bear the economic and toxic burdens of our dependence on fossil fuels. Billy Parrish recognized the only way to turn things around was to end the oil and gas addiction. He found study after study showing no technological or economic barriers to converting the entire world to clean energy. He cites one popular model created by Mark DeLucci, a research scientist at the UC Davis Institute of Transportation Studies, and Mark Jacobson, director of Stanford's Atmosphere Energy Program.
1: We're going to need to build 3.8 million wind turbines, 90,000 large solar plants, and our rooftops are going to have to shine because we'll need 1.7 billion rooftop solar arrays. In Jacobson and Delucci's model, we're getting 50% of our energy from wind, 34% from large solar farms, 6% from rooftop solar, and the rest from tidal wave, geothermal, and hydro. The total investment required to achieve this vision is a hundred trillion dollars. Put simply, building a new clean energy infrastructure is one of the biggest business and job creation opportunities on the planet. It will also save millions of lives and put a dent in climate change, allowing our children to inherit a world safer and more prosperous than the one that we were born into. But we have a long way to go.
0: Globally, we currently get nearly 90% of our energy from fossil fuels and nuclear energy. Just 11% comes from renewable sources. The profits in our energy system flow to a few giant companies. The fossil fuel industry is filthy rich. In 2012, ExxonMobil made $122 million in profits per day. The fossil fuel energy regime has every incentive to block the transition to clean energy. It spends hundreds of millions of dollars doing just that. The $52 million that Exxon lavished on lobbying in the first three years of the Obama administration amounted to less than half a day's profits. Our fossil fuel
1: energy regime is arguably the largest, most centralized, and most profitable industry in the history of the world. Fortunately, we are at the dawn of a new era. Right? When I was born, solar panels were so rare and expensive, you probably had to come to Marin to see one. But the cost per watt of solar panels has come down from $75 a watt in the mid-70s to below 50 cents a watt today. The cost of producing wind turbines has fallen similarly during the same period. And as we've burned the most readily available fossil fuel reserves, the cost of fossil fuels has continued to rise. Price of coal has gone up over the last couple of decades. Price of oil has gone on a dramatic upward run. And even accounting for the increase in supply from fracking in the US, the cost of natural gas has more than doubled in the past decade, and the Energy Information Administration projects steady price increases over the next 30 years. The transition to a world powered by 100% clean energy is inevitable. The question is, how fast can we get there, and who's going to control the clean energy infrastructure that we're building out?
0: Sources of capital are scarce to finance clean energy projects. Fewer than 20 of over 8,000 banks in the United States have dedicated departments for financing clean energy. The banks that do finance projects charge high interest rates, making loans out of reach for most entrepreneurs. In order to have community-owned clean energy, Billy Parrish knew the financial system needs to look more like an ecosystem.
1: Imagine how profound this change would be. Imagine entrepreneurs having access to the capital they need to make their communities energy independent. Imagine people everywhere earning a better rate of return on their investment in the solar panels on their roof than on the stock market. Imagine farmers with cattle and crops beneath community-owned windmills. Imagine those $122 million in profits per day flowing to homes and businesses, instead of to Exxon. Imagine the coal fields of Black Mesa, converted into solar fields, built and owned by the Navajo people. Instead of being on the receiving end of power, we will be, in so many senses, generating power. This is not a pie-in-the-sky vision. It's happening in one of the strongest economies in the world. Germany gets about as much sunlight as Alaska. And yet, last summer, for one day, they got over half of their energy from the sun. And you know who owns that clean energy the people only six and a half percent is owned by big utilities imagine how that changes the politics on energy in that country
0: billy parish wondered how to create a similar energy democracy for the united states he started mosaic A breakthrough company that's disrupting the energy sector by democratizing the spread of clean energy. The innovation turned out to be financial, not technological. Mosaic uses a crowdfunding platform to connect investors to high quality solar projects. Thousands of people invest in specific projects and receive returns competitive with mainstream energy investments. Mosaic accommodates small investors for as little as $25 to ensure that everyone can participate and benefit by spreading solar energy to schools, churches, communities, and local and state governments.
1: Another great project is at Fort Dix, which is a joint Army, Air Force, and Navy base in New Jersey. And we're participating in a loan to finance solar for 547 military families at the base. You know, this is an issue of troop readiness, of having their power actually at the base. It's an issue of energy independence. You know, the military is more aggressive on clean energy than almost any other institution in the world. They've set very ambitious goals to go 25% clean energy by 2020. The military has recognized how destabilizing it is to have to go all the way around the world to get our energy needs met. And, you know, this project is going to save money at the base. It's going to create on-site solar for power generation. And people are able to make a good rate of return investing in the project.
0: Marco Krepels is a Mosaic board member and a master of renewables financing. Prior to joining Mosaic's board, Crepels was a banker for 20 years. A former client was a dairy and almond farmer in California's Central Valley he was breaking under the escalating electricity costs of pumping water in drought conditions.
2: A lot of the farmers in the Central Valley relied on water from the snowpack for up to nine months a year, coming into the valley and using that to irrigate their land And now, because the snowpack being very unpredictable and sometimes being only 50 percent of what it used to be, these farmers have to drill and they have to pump really, really deep to get groundwater out. And what they use to drill that water, diesel generators. They're using all these generators to go drill and pump. And so what they've basically seen is, as a result, electricity bill in the millions of dollars for a farmer. So they came to us and said, sorry, but... We're not performing well this year. We may need a waiver for one of our loan covenants. We're having a real tough time. And I sat down with him and said, well, what's going on? I said, listen, my electricity bill is just going through the roof. It's killing me. And PG&E keeps raising my rates every year. So I said, listen, guys, you need to look into solar. Ah, solar, that's a hugger thing. You guys in San Francisco I said, no, listen, you can control your own power. And the cost of solar is very, very simple. You say, okay, how much do I pay for a system minus my tax deductions and credits and all kinds of incentives that you get on solar, is the numerator. You divide that by the amount of kilowatt hours that your system is expected to produce this year. And it produces the same for 30 years. It's a very long asset. And you divide the cost of the system minus benefits by the amount of kilowatt hours that it produces each year. That's a certain amount of cents per kilowatt hour. You compare that to your utility bill and if that number is lower than what you paid the utility, and oh, by the way, that number is going to be fixed, unlike a utility that keeps rising, you're going solar. This dairy farmer owns a two-megawatt solar farm that powers his entire operation. He's saving money. He's power independent. And every single farmer in that area are talking to him about it. So how did you do it? How are you making money? It's effectively fixing their electric costs for the next 30 years.
0: Why stop with distributed clean energy, Billy Parrish asks. Imagine communities
1: collectively financing the electric vehicle infrastructure that they need. So charging stations and electric cars, electric buses. Imagine communities financing a community-wide retrofit program where everyone can get their home retrofitted, save money on their utility bills. Community-wide solar, wind, geothermal. Maybe food systems. You know, communities increasingly are wanting to figure out how to finance food security in their communities. How do they do that? I think Mosaic could be a platform for communities, not only in the U.S., but all around the world.
0: A revolution in energy democracy is opening the gate to community-wide agency toward the goal of 100% clean energy and local sustainable self-reliance and it may be closer than it appears. More when we return. This is 100% Renewables, late and fast. I'm Neil Harvey. You're listening to The Bioneers, revolution from the heart of nature. To explore more Bioneers radio shows and video programming, please visit Bioneers.org. The move toward renewables in the U.S. is gaining ground. The facts on the ground tell a compelling story. Even though solar provides less than 1% of the nation's total energy, it creates more jobs per unit of energy than fossil fuels. The solar industry employs more people than the steel industry and the coal mining industry in the U.S. Over 120,000 solar jobs and 5,000 different businesses. The shift from fossil fuels to clean energy will be a net job creator. Large companies from Walmart to Ikea find solar makes business sense. And the U.S. military is perhaps the most advanced and bold in its clean energy goals. But the deeper benefit will come from the democratization of energy, especially in developing countries where many people have no access to electricity and actually pay more for kerosene and candles than they would for solar energy. Marco Krapels co-founded the nonprofit organization called Empowered by Light to help renewables advance in developing countries.
2: One of the projects is in western Zambia, five hours from a paved road, where several hundred boarding students used to sit in the dark at night, weren't reading, girls were getting raped because there's no light, and when you're in a building with hundreds of girls and there's no light, you're asking for trouble. What we've brought is a microgrid powered by solar with battery storage, power lines going into the dormitories, into the schools, students are learning, they have a computer in a study room, The kids have dormitories that are lit up until they go to bed. Everyone is reading. Education is dramatically improving. Water can be pumped with solar-powered pumps. It's dramatically changed the lives of students living off the grid. And the education minister from Zambia came to see us and uh, was just blown away when he saw the project and said this is the model for the future. This is how we should be powering every one of our 380 schools in the country that don't have power. And what we're demonstrating with Empowered by Light is that we don't need fossil fuels to be modern. What we're seeing in the U.S. is an inevitable transition to a cleaner future. What we're seeing in the developing world, since there is no infrastructure yet, We have an opportunity by exporting our technology, our knowledge, our understanding, our finance platforms to help the developing world completely leapfrog a fossil fuel-based infrastructure.
0: Kropels knows many obstacles stand in the way of that clean energy future, so he joined Stanford scientist Mark Jacobson, actor Mark Ruffalo, and filmmaker Josh Fox of the documentary Gasland to form the Solutions Project. Their purpose is to speed the transition to renewables, including realizing Jacobson's plan for how to convert every state to 100% renewable energy within 30 years. Grappels is a man on a mission.
2: After you've been in banking for 20 years, which I have, you see all kinds of things, <laughs> good and bad. I think it started with the birth of my children. You know, my wife and I have two kids, and it really changes your sense of purpose. Some call it a midlife crisis. I just think it's more of an awakening, you know. I've gained a certain amount of experience. I've met a certain amount of people. And you accumulate a certain Rolodex. And at some point you say, well, listen, am I going to do this just for self-enrichment? Or is there a greater purpose to my professional life? I'm a firm believer, and I've seen this around me now, but you can do well by doing good. You can do great, actually. And what drives me more than anything is is purpose. I, I really would like... You know, my last 30 seconds when I breathe my last breath to be the ones that I love and the purpose that I've lived. And this is a very important part of my purpose. We all have purpose in our life, but I don't think we always fulfill it. So this is, to me, all about purpose.
1: My whole career, I've been working on engaging people in solving climate change in ways that are more fun, more sexy, more profitable for them. You know, I think people are tired of getting the emails telling them to send a message to their member of Congress or to write a check to X, Y, and Z organization. They want to be involved. You know, I think we need to be engaging people in where their pocketbook is and helping them save money for their kids' education, save money for the future. That's now possible. We can tap into the largest pot of capital in the world, people's money, to bring a new source of capital to finance clean energy projects. By doing that, we can also bring the overall cost of capital to the industry down and build that political and societal will we need to pass the policies required to transition to 100% clean energy. In this generation, we can build a world powered by wind, water, and the sun. But we can only do it if we all take power into our own hands. Are you in, pioneers?
0: Taking power into our own hands. Are you in? renewables, late and fast. You can see and hear more from Billy Parrish and Marco Cropels or explore more Bioneers radio shows and video programming online at Bioneers.org. For information on attending the National Bioneers Conference and Bioneers events in your area, please visit Bioneers.org or call 1-877-BIONEER. The Bioneers, Revolution from the Heart of Nature, is a production of Bioneers and Collective Heritage Institute. Executive producer, Kenny Ausubel, written by Kenny Ausubel. Senior producer, Neil Harvey. Managing producer, Stephanie Welch. Distribution is by WFMT Radio Network. Interview recording engineer, Jeff Westman. Our theme music is taken from the album Journey Between by Baca Beyond and used by permission of Hannibal Records, a Rykodisc label. Additional music was made available by Jamie Sieber at jamiesieber.com. each other, and future generations. This is program number 0314. This program was made possible in part by Organic Valley, pasture-raised organic dairy products bringing the good from our family to yours. Visit organicvalley.coop. Mary's Gone Crackers, Healing the Planet Through Conscious Eating, gluten-free and vegan products since 2004. Learn more at marysgonecrackers.com. John Masters Organics, feel good about looking good. Visit johnmasters.com. Funding also provided by a grant from the Park Foundation, dedicated to heightening public awareness of critical issues, and by the generous support of listeners like you.